The culture, I'm saying, is definitely deeper than rap. There are a lot of great things happening in hip-hop for sure. From the outside looking in, you may not even understand. We're reporting live from deep within the culture. Ayo, part learning platform. Part inspiration. I'm talking all things culture. It's the Hip Hop Study Hall Podcast with DJ Eakin. It's your man, DJ Contemple's most connected DJ man. Another edition of what we like to call Hip Hop Study Hall, the podcast. Um, whew. One part learning platform, one part inspiration, all things to culture, which means um, every episode, you know, as we get through this talk game that I like to call it, I plan to learn something. And uh, today, I don't want to tell nobody how important you are to me, so we're just going to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Because then they'll be like, well, who is she? Like, what's the history? Yeah, yeah and then I got to go through all that. But my girl, Jaleen, is here. Um, I don't, I mean... Uh, here's what I'll do. I'll just start this way. I'll let you introduce yourself. I because I I just kind of wanted to go, Jalene. But you know, you may want to do your whole name, your little backstory, because you kind of got one. It's kind of dope too. But you know, just 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 briefly a little bit about yourself, and then then we'll get into the shenanigans of of okay. you know how I got you here. You know, let's do that. Okay, I'm with it. My name's Jalene Dulcadir, and I'm an attorney. I've been doing this for ten years, ten a decade in the game. I practice intellectual property, cannabis law, business law. Um, but I have a background in the entertainment business. Eakin and I worked closely back in the day. Um, still now, right? I don't know how that's Still now. Yeah, like, true. Yeah. True. Totally true. And fun fact, yeah, to jump in on your little thing here, like that we may we may have one of the only stories that go from like when I met you, you were my intern, and now yeah. you're like kind of like my your attorney. Whole boss. Yeah, like, like, girl, your whole you're like attorney. my whole boss. Yeah, like my whole like Eakin, didn't I tell you to do this? Did not Eakin, didn't you? It's another story too. Oh, go go ahead with with your intro. I'm sorry. I just like to get no, it's that just, in. It's it's hilarious. It's a real. I, I want to say it's like a, almost a rags to riches story because I mean, at the time when we were really running the streets, it was. Yeah, we I, was, was I mean, we were in college. We, we were, were the, it, We were you know? for the streets for real. For streets. Like we were for the streets before it became like this term. We was for the streets for real. We made. The, we invented the streets. We yeah. paved the streets. So. um yeah, so it's a really cool evolution to see, you know, where how far we've come. You know what I, I you know what's funny? Industry. And I, I tell my boys about about when I talk about you, it's funny, especially like to this day, my boys at Def Jam ask about you. I was like, wow. Jaleen may be the one chick that I can take anywhere I go. Like, I just feel like I, I just feel like it don't matter what room I go to, be like, Jaleen, this is where we going. You ready for it. Cause back yeah. in the day, right? Yeah. Like when I met you, you was kinda like you were doing the, the this is how I met you. I don't know if you remember this. You were writing for the school paper at USF and mm -hmm. it was a Ja Rule show at USF. Ja Rule and, and Fat Joe. Gotcha. Fat Joe didn't yeah, matter to me though. I remember. But, yeah. Now, what made it so dope too and why I give you big points is because everybody, you know, when they do these papers and that sort of thing, you know, they want pictures or whatever. But you did to me what they call that extra step. Like you was like, who's who, who's who, who's who. And then you came to me, you was like, yo, I want to get pictures. How can I get pictures? And I was like, well, here's how it works. And that was like our first mm -hmm. lesson in the game. But without you reaching out, I mean, and I, I just try to be cool with everybody because I understand like, and I was in college too. Or I was finishing school at the time. About to be finished. Yeah, because you're this, way older than me. Oh my God. Here we go with that. I had for this, the record. Yeah, for the record, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I, I had this way, like. Way, way older. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is this like her first and last day on the pod? Is this like her first and last day? <laughs> Matter of fact, like we got like eight more minutes before she's off the pod. Like eight more minutes. Wow. Um, wow. 
But I had like this cool gig with Def Jam, right? I'm, I'm, I'm ha- ha- running the clubs in the street stuff, but it was here in Tampa. So everywhere John and dudes like that went, I had to be there. And my thing too is I've always been like this and I, I'm like this to this day. It takes a lot in this game, right? To, first of all, to try to get in it with all the craziness that goes on. But also too, everybody's just trying to find their way. So mm-hmm. to me, I never want to make anyone that comes to me that is doing something positive and also comes respectfully like you very much did. And you're just trying to figure it out. Right. So to me, yeah. it's like, OK, she wants to figure it out. Let's show her the right way now. So that, that way her next experience, she knows even more how it works. You know, and that's when I, you know, because I had just really learned, you know, it's like the first three songs. They allow press to take pictures, that sort of thing. And yeah. I just thought and I always think like this, like I just think it's so dope when you meet somebody like yourself that's trying to do this. You just want you but you want to learn it the right way. So why not show you the right way? You know what I'm saying? That yeah. way it shows you your next experience. You're like, oh, I know how to do this because I talked to the Def Jam dude and this is kind of how it works. And I just, right. I've always wanted to be like that. And I kind of hate that the industry's become this thing of like, well, it's always been groupified, but it's also too like you make people feel like, why did I get in this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like I'm just trying yeah. to learn how to do it. Like, I, I know I stumble and I mess some things up, but I'm not trying to. I'm trying to find the right way. You know, like, for instance, like when you came to me, if you would have been behind the rope by mistake, that wasn't necessarily what you were trying to do to disrupt things. You were like, is this where I take pictures from? Because right. I'm trying to get yeah. pictures for the school paper. You know, but I've watched people, dudes and females alike, all different nationals, embarrass people like that. And be like, no, no, no. You're like, bro, like, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I get, yeah. I made a mistake. Just tell me where I need to be. And, you know, right. and, and that's that's yeah. just, you know, for that part of the story. I just, I just think that that's one of the things that we definitely need to, you know, that's one of the things I, I want to work on too. It's like, you know, not... I just want to keep doing that part right. When I meet young creatives and folks that want to be in a game that I'm kind of, you know, that I'm kind of seasoned, I know about to show them right. the right way. Now, what they do with the exactly. information after that is totally on, up to them. Right. Totally you know, up to them. you know, yeah, like I can't, exactly. you know, like sometimes my, when you might have been in the streets and I wasn't, I can't take responsibility for that. I can only take responsibility for the days that I might have had you in the streets. You know, that's all I can do. Now, the days you might have been out there with your girls, you know, and I and I look at your story. Hey, or, listen, you know, I plead the fifth. Back in back in the wild and crazy days, thank God there was no real social media. So thank God we were we were very fortunate in that way because we got away with a lot of stuff. You say <laughs> we as if as if I was in the streets. Oh no. Not at all. Not at all. I was going to say, client, like, I was almost like a model citizen. Yeah. According to my, my client, social media from back in the day, I was almost a model citizen. And that's what we got to go right. on. Those are the facts. Right. Yep. We all, we all were. Oh, there you go. You know what? Speaking of social media, right? While I got you here. Have you heard mm-hmm. that your favorite, pla- what's your favorite platform now? Uh, I would say it toggles between Instagram and YouTube. I love TikTok, but I, I think Instagram and YouTube both have my heart. Like that, those are my go-tos. Okay. So have you heard that yeah. Instagram is going back to the chronological order? Yeah, but you have to select it. So I know they're doing favorites, chronological, and like the home, I guess. Right. I, I forget what it's called. Um, I still stay on the home because sometimes I think it's cool to be able to discover new creators that way. Here's what I like. And and I just kind of got up on this like two days ago because I've gotten to the old. point now where... Here, and here's here's what... Here's the only real thing that I miss about chronological order. Well, two things. I think when it was chronological order, right, you did get to see what actually everybody was posting, right? They didn't hide so mm-hmm. much now, mm-hmm. right? Like, like this mm-hmm. is what you want to see. It wasn't so much of that. And I think with chronological order, like Twitter, 
it kept you up on what was actually happening at the moment. Yeah. In real time, real right. time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. that to me is all I really miss about about the chronological order. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. and, and I read an article that BuzzFeed wrote and BuzzFeed's title, first of all, is like Instagram is giving you babies what you wanted and now you have to deal with it. <laughs> and I and I think yeah, they're saying has no none at all, right? And they're saying though what you were saying though, like yeah, it's coming back, but hold up, not so fast. It's yeah. not exactly what you think you remember. Because there's right. some because every time you open it up too, it's still gonna go back to the you gonna have to to keep kind of flicking yeah, back and toggle. forth. But you know, I think it's really good because it's giving us options, right? So you even have a favorites tab now too. So the favorites tab, now you can actually put in the account, like if you're stalking somebody on, on a fake profile, you could put the fake, you could put them in your favorites and you can see exactly what they're doing as well too. They get priority on that feed. I like it. I, I personally like the option to toggle between the three. So you're going to be toggling. You're going to have, you're going to have 50 favorites. You're going to, cause it's like 50 you get, right? You're going to have 50 favorites. I don't know. I know you're my favorite. So that's about it's, lies, all, it's always good lies. to I, I'll take it though don't don't take it back don't even tell me why you did it I'll just take it like I'm your favorite or one of your yeah, favorites I think, I think the favorites are cool for family and friends you know so that I, they don't get lost in the mix because you know it matters to people now like hey why you ain't like my Instagram bitch why you ain't like my boy I didn't see it bro I'd like it if I saw it well, so let me go on record right here and be clear I ain't really rock with my family on social media like that. My family get Facebook. Really? That's what they, man, man, they get Facebook. Instagram is entertainment to me. I do not want to see, I do not want to see my family trying to make a twerk video. I don't. I just don't. Right, okay, I don't, right. I don't oh, even want to uh, see, I don't want to see my family on TikTok. I don't want, look, I'm, look, you allowed to do what you want with your social media. I'm allowed to do what I want with mine. Nah, bro, that's not even fair because first of all, <laughs> You can have your cousins, like your cool cousins on your Instagram, and, and you leave the Facebook to the aunties and the moms and the uncles. Let me, but it's, I feel like Instagram's open to the cool cousins. Okay, let me let me give you this. And I will say this. My nephew, CJ, my little cousin, Raynaya, Shekinah, Jasmine. I will say them, that four right there, I will. Oh, yeah. Instagram, whatever, whatever social media they're on. But here's the crazy thing. One of them blocked me. Because oh, he was talking shit. No, I was not. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I didn't realize I was blocked. Shekinah, the youngest one, she blocks me. Shekinah just graduated high school, about to be a freshman. In, she's a freshman in college now at ODU in Virginia. So big shout uh -huh. out to her. I go to her social media. and I just, I just was never really seeing something she posted. But with the nonprofit, I care about me. I follow them all. So something says, why aren't you seeing Shekinah on your regular thing? And I go to punch it up. Oh, Shekinah. <laughs> so oh, when I go to Virginia bad. and I go to Virginia and I, oh, Shekinah, am I blocked? Bro, she just turned her head like and went back to eating yeah. her food. Like, like basically, yeah, you blocked. But I didn't know why. And she, she was saying something like, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't nothing that I'm going to tell because I'm that cousin, that right. uncle that they, they know, unless it's like something that I think could get you in trouble, I'm probably going to be like, I've done that already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm that one. But, she said it was because just what you said. I'll be in the comments with the craziness, right? She said exactly yeah. what you said. I'll be in the comments mm -hmm. with the craziness. I was like, well, you might as well keep me blocked then because I ain't going to stop. Like, you might as well just keep oh, me blocked. Lord. And it don't even be nothing like I'm going to tell it. I'm just, look, man, look, that's what Instagram and stuff is fun to me, right? If your yeah. head look big in a picture, 
I don't care how cute you are. I'm probably going to say Sometimes it. you need a filter. You, can, you can't be doing this to these younger kids. Look, man. Especially not as an older cousin because they're just like, they want to be cool, right? So they don't want their older cousin coming and cramping their style. Let me tell you, you how Let me tell you how much of a cooler older cousin that I am. That oh, they Lord, friends. Let, look, look, You're let, not cool. Man, you must You're be cool. man. You must be crazy. You must be. We out of are here. not cool anymore. Wait, wait, we whoa, are the drunk whoa, whoa, and uncles. whoa. Let no, me tell bro, you. Wait, let not, me tell you something. Face the fact. This is how you remain cool. You <laughs> remain cool by not trying to be them. Right. And and I am very much cool because I very much do not want to be them. I don't want to be in the middle of their stuff. I don't be trying to when I see their friends. Hey, hey, what up, Shawty? I don't try to know all this cool slang. I do me. I do. That's why I'm cool. Like, like my sneaker game has always been my sneaker game. I'm not trying yeah. to suddenly like I'm not I'm not the uncle. And this is no disrespect that has worked at Target. And now I'm a gen, I'm a store manager. Right. And I've been wearing khakis in the red polo. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. now. Right. I want to go shopping with them all the time. I'm asking them. I'm trying to send them links from from a goat and stock X. They like what mm-hmm. dude like you wear khakis all the time that ain't, that ain't me i always been oh, this i've always been sneakers and what's going on in entertainment so but but that's not even what i'm talking about i'm talking about just by virtue of us being in the generation that we're in we are not cool but that doesn't see and that's the problem we though are, I, I don't know if i agree with that i don't know if i agree with well, that be, because you're in denial well let me ask you're you this so let me ask you this yes. you never had mm-hmm. uncles and aunts that were older than you or bigger cousins that were say 10 years older than you that you thought were still cool Probably like one. Probably oh, like one. Okay. That Probably right there. One. That right there. That one. Oh, you're that one. Look. Okay. Look. All right. All right. You know. Okay. You know what I like about all you. Right. And this is, it's a. It's a gift and a curse in our relationship. It's a gift and a curse in our relationship. And when, what that is is. You just try to keep me humble for no reason, and it's not even like I'm not humble. You just. You just. You just. You just jump in with things to be like, be humble, bro. Like. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Like, why? I'm, can't, saying, why can't, I'm not cool either. But no, no, I don't, I don't. I don't care that you're not cool. You drive a mom car. I seen it. It's a cool mom car. First but you drive all. a you drive a mom car. First of all, so and I still <laughs> and I still tell people that you cool. See, so you don't even see what I see. I still tell people you cool, even though look when I ran up when I ran up on you and you had let the Maserati go and you had got the SUV. Wow, you're really gonna put my business. You let the Maserati. Hey, look, man. I, if I'm gonna give the story, I'm gonna give the story since you're gonna tell me what all I don't right, know is cool. Right, 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 when right. I ran up on you and you had a little one, and he's cool, right? You had yeah, let the yeah, Maserati yeah. go, and you was like, "Eakin, I had to do it. He's gonna be in soccer probably soon. I got things to throw in the back." You had a mom car, like you had a yeah. legit. You have a legit mom I got car. It. I still got right, it. I still but got that it. didn't. So let me ask you a question. Did that make you uncool? Because if I look at your Instagram, I still see some of these pictures where you out the little head down. Oh, I still wow. see, I still see the captions. I still see you and your girls. And don't get me wrong, every now and again in a story, it might be a little twerking going on. So are you suddenly? First of all, that's are, a lie. These are lies, Judge. These are lies. So are you saying are that in the last? I'm not going to say why the pandemic was going on because you were very good making sure that the household and everything was straight, little man and everything. Mm-hmm. But are mm-hmm. you saying that there has never in the last two years been a something in your story that resembled twerking or anything like that? Um, or maybe, okay, mis- let me give you this. Mr. E- okay. I cannot confirm or you dispel. Cannot confirm, but I not, cannot confirm well, or dispel. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. Any of this? 
A hookah? Oh, I own a smoke shop. Like, of course there's hookah. So did of that happen? Did that happen in a, in a VIP section or something? Of course. Okay. So what female? I don't care what female, what female in a, in a, in a VIP section with her girls when they got their own money, they own jobs, and they all professional and kind of got it. Don't hit a twerk. Please tell me. Please. No, I, I can't. I, I can't twerk. I know for a fact I have not twerked because I cannot twerk. Well, the I fact cannot. that you, the fact that you actually can't twerk may make may be the reason why you keep yourself on the uncool side. But the attempt oh my God, is, is happening. The, the attempt. Tell me. I just want to know: Is the attempt happening? No. It. I, I learned. A, I learned about a decade ago not to even try because I'm not about to embarrass myself or my friends or my. So do you need twerk lessons? Do you need twerk? Le- I mean, do you need twerk yes, lessons? Please, somebody, please contact me and give me some twerk lessons because I can't loosen it up back there. I In don't your entire what. life, you've never been able to twerk. Never, never, never. I can whine like any decent Caribbean West Indian girl that's you know well, worth I mean, her weight in jerk that, chicken. But, that isn't, but isn't that that's your that's your that's your version of twerking though? If you're Caribbean, you have you 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 you. The wine thing, believe me, ain't no brother gonna be yeah. mad if you hit us with a wine instead of a twerk. Right, but and I mean, these days the twerk, like twerking, is a currency mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not really. Not if you. Hit That's a, how you. No, no, see, no, no, see, see, you, you probably should talk to me more because you gotta understand older cool. You gotta understand older cool. Oh my god! Yeah, because because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna let you tell me I'm older, but you ain't gonna tell me I ain't cool. I'm giving you some game here. Don't you worry can't about just let that one go. You a dog look, with a bone. Don't boy. worry about. Look, let me help you out. Don't worry about twerking if you're whining is on point because ain't no okay. grown dude, ain't no grown dude looking at your credentials going to be mad because you can't twerk and you can, I mean, girl, the fact that you I'm even gonna use that as an Instagram caption. That's what that, I'm going to, I'm a mental note. Um, that's my next caption. <laughs> and then you want to tell me I ain't cool. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Just a little, you, you, just you, a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. I'll, I'll bit. take that. I'll take that. You know, <laughs> I'll take that. I'm not sure how we got off on that. Well, the Instagram thing was how we got off on that. But there was a couple of things I wanted to drop on you today. Um, did you see the Kanye documentary, Genius? Have you watched it yet? I I actually saw bits and bobs of it, a few episodes. I listen. I don't. I didn't have the appetite. I can't. I can't watch it. It's like a train wreck. I really can't. You think so? Um, in my opinion. So did you get, yeah, the, okay, mean, let me ask you this first. Did you get the train wreck? Did you get that the documentary is a train wreck or did you get that? Or do you just feel like Kanye himself is a train wreck? I feel like Kanye himself is a train wreck. And I hope he, no one comes for me for saying that. Um, I, I don't know if you noticed a couple times in the documentary, the videographer, the guy that was um, producing the, the, the piece, he actually took the cameras down when, when Kanye was going on a bunch of these rants. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you recall. Mm-hmm. Um, out of respect for him, which is which is really admirable, but you can see the train wreck happening. It was just enough to to for you to see, and you were like, "Damn!" Like he's really spiraling, okay. you know. But I will say that there were a lot of inspirational parts to the things that I did see. I just didn't watch it from from minute one to the last minute. No. Okay. Well, here's where I'm gonna go with that, and 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 that right there, you're exactly where I want to be where I want to be with when it comes to Kanye. Right. Um, the first thing I want to say is, is, uh, last episode when I had, um, we had a last episode, I called it group text, right? I had my boys on here and we talked a lot about how the barbershop and the group text goes when it comes to these things, you know, and it was some real dude thoughts on Kanye and what's going on or whatever. And then 
And and when that happened, when that when I recorded that episode, I hadn't watched Genius yet. I had I had okay. been wanting to watch Genius, but I hadn't watched it yet. And for some reason, because I just felt like I didn't have the time to sit down and digest it the way that I wanted to. Um, and Kanye is a little bit a part of my story because I was at Def Jam when Kanye got on, right? Um, he's, but he's very much part of a lot of our stories, especially those of us that grew up with co- you know college right. dropout. Like we we right. were around working in the industry when he came out. It right. was nothing like you had ever heard. He was like this hot new guy. Um, the music was great. I mean, we I remember when the station actually gave us the promo copies of the CD, and it just was nonstop in right. my car all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So the Kanye. And a little, again, a little bit of backstory. I never, when we first got through the wire, right? We had through the wire and we were servicing all the DJs all around the country or whatever. And then we're on this call. And Rob Love, shouts out to Rob Love. He's my boss at the time at Def Jam. And Rob was like, bro, I know through the wire is killing him, but you wait till we give you this next one. And we was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And then he played Jesus Walks. And we were all on the call like, jeez, yeah. oh my God. Oh my God. Who was this dude, right? Now, um, so like I said, last week we had like a really full-blown dude discussion on Kanye and everything around, you know, just kind of dissected it like dudes would do in a barbershop. Not sure if it's yeah. all like right or wrong, but it was really like a, I wanted to have my dudes on here, like how we talk in a group chat. Like, bro, like mm-hmm. let's let's bring it to light, you know, not to be disrespectful or whatever. And there were a lot of things about Kanye that if you listen to that, you'd be like, this dude's, this dude's and, and we all see it, right? We all see what Kanye's going through because he just he yeah. puts it in front of us all the time. Then a couple of days later, I watched Genius and I took in Genius in a day and a half. Like one night I got an episode and a half, two episodes and the next day I finished. And to your point, it was a lot to digest. It was a lot to digest. And even being around it the way that I was kind of from a distance, being in the Def Jam office, running into Dame and them in the hallway, seeing some of the Def Jam, Rockefeller people, everything that was going on, all the records he had done. There were still pieces in it that they were filling in for me. Right. And I felt like I was close to it. Um, The funny thing about it, though, is as soon as it was over, I made a decision to myself. That. I never wanted to do. And I can't say never wanted to do, because like even having you here on the pod, right, there's things that we're going to talk about that everybody's not going to be in favor of, but they need to be talked about. Right. But what I want to do when it comes to Kanye, not only Kanye, but a lot of these artists that are in this genre, like in this culture, is I want to find the good stuff to talk about, because I just feel like the Kanye thing has spiraled so much that that. And this is not about mental health or any of that to me. It's about like every time I look at this media stuff, I look at all these people who are making all this money off the culture in their own way, whether they got a blog, Mm -hmm. you know, even TMZ. Right. And this is no disrespect to them. TMZ is 60 to 70 percent in my opinion us and i mean Mm -hmm. hip-hop i don't mean just black i mean hip-hop right yeah and it's always such and such walk by this person such and such is girlfriend reality star this such and such is this and this is and it's it's 60 to 70 percent us and it's hardly ever good right yeah the major takeaway i got from kanye was and and this is like back to your point about what you saw i didn't really get that part of what you saw until episode three, when Kanye really becomes the Kanye that he's become yeah. now, right? Because the yeah. whole beginning episodes are are this kid that just wants to be in this game so bad 
that nothing is going to stop him. He's going to use every resource, including himself as a resource, to get in. And what I found was really dope about the story was Kanye was in by all accounts. Like he's produced Mm -hmm. records for Jay-Z. Everybody who's major wants to work with this dude, right? But he can't Mm -hmm. get a record deal for nothing. And the people he's made the biggest records for are just walking by him as a rapper. And he's still like, I'm going to do this. Taking his own money, making videos. Then, of course, we all know the broken jaw in the car accident happens where he's out of it, right? Every piece of that to me is some of the most inspiring shit I've ever seen. Like it, of course. Like it's in, of course. So when I, when I saw that to say this, it's like, there are so many great things that we could talk about mm-hmm. that. Yes. I don't agree with everything he's doing with his family right now, but mm-hmm. me personally, I want to talk about something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we have to address yeah. it if it's a story and, and I don't ever want to like run away from the, from the news, but I don't want to mm-hmm. beat it up so bad that it becomes like, Damn, you hate Kanye too, where I gotta question that. Because I don't No, I don't I don't think it's ever a question about whether people hate Kanye or love Kanye. I mean, if you boil it down simply, maybe to some people, I think what is what is striking about what's going on with him is and, and not just him, a lot of other black and minority men in the entertainment business, once they reach a certain level, it's almost like there is a certain campaign to destroy their legacy. So you talked about all the inspirational stuff that he did early on in his career. Now, nobody even cares about that. Everyone is so bought into the hype that he is mentally ill. He's going to kill Kim. When is it going to happen? He's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. It's all of all of these speculations and assumptions. And you see it over and over and over with successful minority men in the entertainment business. So there's a bigger issue here. So but I agree, we do need to focus on the good and the positive in order to keep his legacy alive. But is that what Kanye would hope for? Like what, I mean, we can only assume, right? Right. But yeah. just focusing on the positive in general. Um, I, listen, I don't know the guy personally. Right. So, and, I've only met, yeah. and I've only met Kanye once. And it was like you said, it was the old Kanye as opposed to, mm. you know, billionaire Kanye. Like I met Kanye before Adidas, before, you know what I'm saying? Even probably be, you know, even I think, yeah, before the Donda and all that stuff really yeah. started moving. You know what I'm saying? That I saw in, in the documentary the stuff he was he was developing with his mom and stuff like that. Um, to your point, though, and this is from the outside looking in as a minority woman. Do you think that we as minority men, though, we do ourselves a disservice by maybe not understanding the level-headedness of because i sometimes i think it's this i think that what winds up happening with a dude like kanye and i'll I'll put r kelly in this right because even if you just said i knew nothing about r kelly and you wound up watching surviving r kelly you know now that other people knew the whole time he's been doing this all these years that it was happening Mm -hmm. right so my point i come back to all the time with a lot of these stories is and that's why I'm asking you from the outside looking in and, and even knowing me. And I think that I'm a little bit different because you will cuss me slap out. You, you don't never seem like you worried about if we're going to be friends tomorrow. You'd be like, bro, this is the truth. You need to hear it. And I think more people need that. And so I, I say that to put it here. Do you think sometimes we as these entertainers that make it to the next level, say Kanye, say R. Kelly. These are just some examples. Bill, Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. right, that we stop listening to those of us that should matter most, those of us, those that are closest to us, like how our relationship yeah. is. Yeah. I think once you get to a certain level, 
you get whatever you want. You have access to pretty much whatever you want. Nobody tells you no. So somebody on your team telling you no, oh, fuck you, I'll get another you. Like, I'm going to replace you. Um, you don't tell me no, you tell me yes. And I think that has to do a lot with ego. There's a lot, lot of narcissists in the entertainment business. It's a narcissistic business. Right. Um, so I, I just feel like it, you're going to, that's happening in every team. It's happening in every team. It's just to what extent, what degree. We saw it. I mean, it, it it's rampant, of course. I mean, you have to be very, very self-aware in order to accept any sort of criticism and have somebody tell you, no, this is for your own good. Um, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Like as a friend, whatever. Um, for you to take that, swallow that, chew it up, you know, eat it, it, it takes a lot. And a lot of people are not self-aware. Um, the other, the other side of it is, I mean, people are exploiting their friendships. I could be friends with you for 20, 30 years, but yo, you help hit billionaire status and I'm on that payroll. And that, know. and that person does. Yeah. Cause some entertainers say that they don't necessarily change, but the people around them start changing. Like, like suddenly I mm-hmm. owe you something like you, you're changing saying that I'm changing because yeah. you suddenly think that my wealth is yours just because you've been around this story the whole time. You're like, well, you know, you you should do this. You owe me this, and 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 the circle changes. Yeah. So, how do you? And you may or may not know this, but to me, like I look at you, right? And I, and I like I said, I'm I'm very I am super proud of you. Like you've always been dope Thank from the time you. I met you. Like, like, and it, it's funny. Like I said, when I tell people our story, I go, Jalene could hang with me anywhere. We didn't miss no functions. We made it to work on time. And the funniest part of it is, is how my Even desk. Even that one time we slept in the Hummer. Well, that's we another story. <laughs> that's, that's another story. No, but. not on the sexual <laughs> shit, but you know. Look, but and and even to the point of like, you used to always be on me about my desk being organized. Like I would leave yeah. for me and you come back and Jaleen would like my whole. I'd be like, what happened? You'd be like, this is how it's supposed to look, Eakin. Like you know where your stuff is now, right? So to watch your progression all the way up to like like you're an attorney now and like a working dope one that I'm even getting assistance from with my projects right so you've been around things like yourself being successful being around people that are successful because the business that you're in you've you've run into some pretty dope people that are doing some dope things how do you who do you think is more at fault though do you think that the person that is making it that becomes this that is maybe not as self-aware is at fault like say the kanye or is it those people that are supposed to be real friends that are now not speaking up when maybe they should. That's a, that's a tough question. Cause I think it's a combination of both. I, I, I mean, I've been around multi millionaires who are very successful, but they came from a very grounded place. It was slow and steady and they developed all of this very slow over the years. They're very secure in themselves. They are very self-aware. They're not caught up in the hype even though they have every lavish thing that you could ever imagine, they've got the Rolls Royce, they've got everything. It never changed who they were. They don't need security. They don't need a PR team. They don't need all of these things. They don't need a stylist. They're, literally, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme where it's like Warren Buffett and, and, and Bill Gates um, stand next to each other and they go, not, yeah, a, Gucci, not, not a Gucci belt in sight. <laughs> exactly. These are the type, yeah. These are the type of men that, you know, or, or women that sometimes you encounter and you're like, wow, totally grounded, can have a conversation with them. My mentor is actually one of these people. And sometimes I'll tell him straight up, I'll be like, listen, 
that was fucked up. Like what you did, I don't, I don't think that was a good idea. He has the power to not only fire me, dismiss me, never speak to me again, never allow me in any of his buildings, but he does it. And he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'll take it into consideration. Can I go to, you know, an, another client that may have the same level of success that is a little bit more narcissistic, a little bit self-aware that made the money quickly and is looking for that clout, if you will. I don't know what's a better word. Um, may not, I can't do that. I can't do that. So it's a, it's, it depends on the person and it depends on the person on the team. Cause again, some people are chilled. Some people are silenced because they're afraid of losing their job, losing their position, losing their, um, their friend or their friendship or their relationship with the person in power. It's a power, it's a power thing. You know, you've got to be really self-aware. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a, it's a two-way street. I think I think sometimes with him too, and and I'll move on from Kanye in a second. But I think sometimes with him too, he's such a creative, right? And there's so much going mm-hmm. on in his mind, and he believes in himself so much that I think sometimes he just needs a better like PR, and maybe that person that you know how oh you don't think he has like the best PR in the world? I think right, he but, has like. The best of right, the best. Right, but but I just, I just don't think they can control him. Right, but when That's I say PR wants. though, and and maybe I'll use the wrong term because check it out. Like there's PR that can get you in every room, that can clean up mm-hmm. everything, right, and that can, you know, can can make sure that they smooth things over. But maybe I'm talking more. Maybe he needs to sit down with like a coach that tells him the things that you tell me. Like you know, how you tell me mm-hmm. sometimes, Egan, you have no filter, and I and I, but I admit that. Like I, I sometimes just shut up because I have no tact and everybody ain't ready for the blunt truth. Like right. every, everybody yeah. real to you catch them being fake. Right. And sometimes I have to tell people like, bro, like this ain't really like, you don't really want to hear this part. Like you don't, right. you know, do you and, or do you not? Right. And, <laughs> yeah. but with that though, I've learned, like you just said, you can't do that in every room. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a line that I love from Jay-Z. Jay-Z goes, he's learned how to move in a room full of vultures. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? And that means, exactly. and that's the one thing I say about Jay-Z that I think a lot of, that I think even Dame Dash, right. It wasn't that Dame Dash wasn't smart as hell. It wasn't that Dame Dash didn't know what he's doing. Dame Dash, to me, has just become that dude that people were waiting for to lose the seat. And when Mm -hmm. you lose the seat, buddy, I ain't got to deal with you. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So they couldn't wait for if there ever was a time when Dame didn't have Jay-Z, right? So now I don't got to deal with you. You understand what I'm saying? So all these rooms that he would normally walk in because... He's Dame Dash, one third of Rockefeller, also Jay-Z's manager, also Jay-Z's partner. And if you want to be in the Jay-Z business, which could also equate to maybe being in the Beyonce business as that started to develop, which could also equate to maybe being in the Rihanna business. You know what I'm saying? All these things that they were attached Mm -hmm. to. Once they were separated, though, it's like, you know what? I ain't got to yeah. talk to you, Dame, because you, you ain't yeah. even in the story. You ain't even important in the story no more. And I used yeah. to always say that. Have you ever seen the uh, the movie uh, Hard Knock Life where they did the concert of Jay-Z and them being on the tour with DMX and them? I can't remember what I did okay. yesterday. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the Hard Knock Life tour uh, movie, it was pretty much they went on the tour with Jay-Z and DMX in their heydays. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. Jay-Z, DMX, Method Man, Red Man, the whole Rockefeller clan, the whole Rough Riders clan. It was just crazy, crazy tour. And it was a Rough Riders Rockefeller idea. It was pretty much a Dame. I think I remember it now. Right. It was a Dame Dash and, and them idea along with the Rockefeller, you know, D and Y yeah, and them. Yeah, yeah. And they like, we can do this. We can do this. Well, 
Def Jam, of course, being the parent company, being the way that Def Jam has always promoted, they always want to find a way to get their brand in. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's this one scene where Kevin Lyles, who was president or he was he was like number two. He he was definitely top three at Def Jam at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He gave all of the artists on the tour Def Jam jackets. Now. Gift or find your way into the branding. It depends on how you look at it. But Dame, being who he is and understanding street branding, understanding grassroots marketing and stuff like that was like, bro. Like, this is not a Def Jam tour. Why would you mm-hmm, give them mm-hmm. Def Jam jackets? Now, I'm not saying maybe give them a jacket that says Rockefeller, Rough Riders, and then the Def yeah. Jam logo's on there, but you gave them Def Jam jackets, right? Now, to your other point of a way to address this, the way Dame addressed it, though, when I say belittle him, Dame is getting a haircut, and he's like, man, what you say? You don't even own this. You really only got 25%. You, you don't really own shit. You don't got, I mean, he is giving it to him. Like he is yeah. giving it to him. Like Kevin Lyles is an intern. Mm-hmm. Like that's how he giving mm-hmm. it to him. And me and the three dudes I'm watching it with to this day, we, I would never forget. We said this, bruh, if Kev ever get a chance to, to relive it, to, to put this moment back, this yeah, is not, this is not, he, Dame is going to catch it for this. Cause it was just like the most belittling embarrassing mm-hmm. scene that I've seen an executive take at Kevin Lyle's statue. And he yeah. pretty much, the points he was making were valid, but the yeah. way he was talking to him was like, delivery it sucks. was like street dude. You've seen Dame Dash. It was like street dudes yeah. on a corner. It was like, bro, like, you know, like, first of all, because because Kev would say stuff like, well, you know, Dame, I only want what's best for us. We're partners. Dame would be like, bro, we ain't even fucking partners. We got 50%. Universal got 25%. You got 25%. You basically work yeah. for us. We ain't partners, bro. We the boss. Yeah. Like, that's how he was talking yeah. to him. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but that's how he was talking to him. So a dude like that and his compadres are like, if we ain't got to deal with him, boy, you wait. And yeah. with the separation of him and Jay-Z, if you look at what's happened to Dame now, it's not that Dame got any dumber because... Them billions that was made around Rockefeller, Rockaware, the movies they made, there's just the moves they were making. Dame was very much a part of that. Let's not forget. Yeah. Ain't nobody believe in Jay-Z before Dame did. No, I mean, come on, give you gotta you've gotta give Dame Dash his jacket. No, no pun intended. Right. You have to give him his jacket. He did, he back in those days, he really did do a lot um to pave the way. Very, very smart. But again, like you said, the delivery stuff. Um and it dep- and again, like it really just how you deal with people that you're in the room with affects your future so much more than you even know. So just got to watch what you say and how you say it. I mean, don't bite your tongue. Obviously, I'm not one to bite my tongue, but tact is something that I've learned and you just have to apply it. Right. Because you're, you- and do you, you find this, do you find this too, though? And I, I think that it's kind of a preconceived notion, too, that we as the urban population, black, brown people. Right. We're going to be aggressive in the room because I had it. I was in. I remember. I never forget. I was in a meeting. Always. I never forget. I was in a meeting and the, it was I was in a meeting with a chick. And a guy, they were both white and the situation had become where pretty much it was a lie had been told on me. And the reason I knew it was a lie, because the people that they said had even told it, I was with them the whole time. So I kind of knew that they didn't mm. they didn't tell them this story. But the way the story got back was like I had been slamming some doors on this thing, whatever, whatever happened. Ugh, right? So we're in, this, we're in this we're in this meeting. Right. And 
my passion is coming out. I'm not saying anything. I'm not your passion. Right. Because your here's, passion. here's because here's how I feel about it. I'm not doing the Dame Dash thing. I'm, I'm in this meeting. I'm not cursing. I'm not calling yeah. anybody any names, and I'm not talking down yeah. to anybody. But I'm I'm passionately defending what I saw that day and what was going on. Right, the things that took right. place. Right, and the the yeah. things that have gone on with the event prior to that. Right, in the middle of the meeting, she says, "Can you can you um can you please." Um, calm, calm, calm it, calm your voice down. Man, I paused for a second and I said, look, this is what you're not going to do in this meeting. You're not going to make me be the angry black man. I said, don't get me wrong. I'm passionate when I speak, but I've not called you out of your name. I've not said anything yeah. derogatory. I'm only stating yeah. facts. You, on the other hand, are in this meeting lying, but you think because you're doing it in a softer voice that makes what that you're doing okay. right. That that's okay. It's not yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and even that I think to this day, I can never go back there. But I never want to go back there. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and yeah. and and I knew that as it was developing that I never want to go back there. But the calls that have made been made to me since then from there, you got to pay, and they've had to pay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing okay. But I do say that to you know to go back to your point of like you've got to understand the room that you're in, and also too. My dad used to say this and my grandmother and you even said it to me. Sometimes you just get your point across by standing there and being like, OK, and then make your point okay. with a smile. Make your point with a smile. And they'd be like, wait, but he didn't get upset or she didn't get upset. And you're like, you might be bubbling on the inside. But. Yeah. And this is a whole nother story. My uncle Les is in the Navy. He's in he was retired Navy. My uncle Les is the most even. Let me tell you something. If anybody can ever make me feel <laughs> feel bad by never raising their yeah. voice, it's my uncle Les. And and I had stayed with him and my aunt Elaine um, up in Virginia for like a year, right? And I don't know what I had done, Jaleen, but it was something trash. And my aunt was plenty upset, right? And my aunt, <laughs> being a black woman that she is, she probably had did a little yelling or whatever. And I kind of felt bad, right? But then my uncle came and talked to me. And this is him, Jaleen. Man, I don't even understand it. Why, Ooh, yeah. Why you would, I mean, you know, me and your aunt will do anything for you. So why you would want to get your aunt this upset and hurt her? I mean, you should really think about that. I mean, let me tell you something. As that dude was talking, the Nas was inside me like, ugh, 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 yeah. ugh. Like, I was trash. Like, like, like bro, yeah. like, how dare you do this to your aunt and uncle? Like, they got your, yeah. but he was speaking in the most calm, even tone ever. Jaleen. I felt like he was kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah, of, co- of course. I actually, I actually have a story like that about about practicing. I was very early on in my career, and I had like a non compete litigation matter. So we were in court, and this big time firm was on the other side, um, a huge firm down here in Florida, an employment law firm, and they filed suit against my client, which was a really small company, mom and pop family operation. So I was like, no, they're not going to push you around. So in response response to the complaint, I filed a motion to dismiss in Broward County where the complaint was filed. I didn't choose the the court. So we come down for the motion to dismiss. I knew my motion was probably trashed, but it's part of my job, right? Right. So the attorney was was a senior attorney. I mean, she's got like 30, 30 plus years in the game. Like no way I could touch her as a litigator. She was like the top of the top, one of the best. Um, So I knew that my motion was going to get denied, but I had to do it anyway. She was so pissed at me for filing that motion and so pissed that she had to drive to court 
We're standing outside of the of the judge's chambers, mind you. His judicial assistant is sitting right there, and we're signing out. Um, it was like a document we had to sign. And she's standing behind me, and she's like, I don't even understand why you would file that stupid motion. You made me drive all the way fucking down here. She's like, I don't even know why you would think that you could dismiss my um, complaint. I'm 30 years in the business, AV rated, big fat white woman. I'm just sitting there, I'm standing there. I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to say her name, but ma'am, um, I'm just doing my job. I'm doing my job for my client. This is what we're paid to do. Um, and I'm just doing my job. I'm sorry that you had to drive down here. Nothing I could do about that. Right. She literally follows me down the hallway, screaming at me as I'm walking to the elevator. Wow. So you can imagine at the time I was probably like 120 pounds. She's like a 200 pound lady, like coming at me, coming wow. at me screaming down the hallway. The deputies are looking at her, looking at me like, are, are you okay? Obviously she felt like she could get away with that. And I think she wanted to push me to the point where I did become the angry black woman. I did become agitated and aggressive, but I didn't. I actually got her the elevator and I was like, have a nice day. And three days later, she calls me to apologize. And I was like, no, not even necessary. I know who, the type of woman that you are. I know the type of attorney that you are. It's not even necessary. Let's just do the best that we can for our clients. And that was it. But she's invited me out to lunch. She's invited me out to dinner. She's invited me to firm functions. It's just the way that I handled her. And that judge actually sees me at events all the time and always says right. hello. He always brings it up. Yeah. It's just about in those moments, you really want to, I want to get, get, you know, you know, well, I know because you never, you never, take that, well, I just know you never take that approach with me. I just go, no. we just go straight to the hood when me and you start to have a little tush. No, but you already know what time it was. If this was back in them Tampa days, oh, we would have been fighting, fighting. We would have been rolling around, like we would have been fighting, fighting. The minute she said, I would have turned around, like, like what? I would have turned around, like what's going on? Hey, but let me ask you this but, though: uh, Would you have asked somebody to hold your black and mild first? My bad, bro, did I? Oh, my I bad. Am so oh. sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Sorry, my bad. I don't know what you're talking about. My bad. I I just said my bad. How dare I? My bad. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, Don't let me start talking about you. What? (laughs) Don't be bringing me on no podcast. Look, 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 man, my glasses have gotten foggy in here. Oh, my God. Mm. (laughs) Look, um, there's so much that I could talk about. Uh, do, can you do me this favor? Can you come come back to the next episode? I don't like to over yeah, let's, over let's over come back. over. But there's so many things that are going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a. Uh, I want to talk ownership with you next episode. I, I definitely want to do that because there's some there's a lot going on with that. And J.R. Smith made some great points, and um, it's definitely something that I want to I want to jump into next episode. Yeah. Um, next episode, let's talk about it. let's talk about some business stuff. Let's talk about ownership. Like really, yeah. I'm I'm I've I've got a lot of stuff in my brain. That's a big brain. That's a big brain. It's a big brain on these secrets. <laughs> oh, secrets. Yeah, that was your way of telling me shut up. He can. First of all, your secrets. head's big too, so don't even. Your head is big too. Girl, that's because so my fro, even. my afro's growing. That's what that no, is. No, your head, your skull is big. <laughs> well, afro's growing. Um, yeah. Also, too, man, uh, don't 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 go anywhere though, because I got this kid, uh, Muse. He's gonna be on. The, he's gonna be coming up right after uh, this discussion with Jalene right here. He's uh. Dope new artist out of L.A. by way of Virginia. 
but he's dope though. Kids like twenty doing some really dope things out in Cali. Um, Mr. Lean, where can they find you at on social media? Oh man, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jalene D, and you can also find me on Instagram underscore Jalene or Jalene D underscore JD. Um, I'm sure Ekin, you'll post it up and tag me somewhere. Can you yeah, have, can you be on my YouTube channel of, too? Your YouTube channel is kind of heavy. Can you be on my YouTube channel too? Yeah, I can. I, I, I need to get my numbers up. I think if I start putting you on my YouTube channel, my numbers gonna get ready. Oh, oh, you trying to exploit me? You're I didn't see exploit, exploit was not the word that I used. I said to help get my numbers up. I, exploit was not. Look, I did not yeah. ask you to come on yeah. in dirty wine. I did not ask for that because I can't do it. You can. You can wine. I can't dirty wine. Is there it's a difference different. in all of these things? Oh my God! Yeah, that. See that. This is my point. We'll bring it all the way back, and then I'll rest my case. You're not cool. You don't even know the difference between Dutch first of all. First of all, let me be clear. You're not with cool. You. No, 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 no. Let, let me be. I, I, let me be. Let go. me. Let me be clear with you on something. I don't claim to know to be a knower of all things. And if you know one thing about me, you know when it comes to Caribbean. When you know when it comes to Caribbean music, I really only know the hits. I don't know that. I, and as a matter of fact, even just being honest about what I know about Caribbean culture, other than having some really dope friends, I don't even know all the food to even order. Because I pretty much eat the same thing. Curry chicken, jerk chicken. Uh, I very rarely eat oxtails. And I know that's a big Caribbean thing. Right? So, I had oxtail last night. Exactly. So, see, I don't try to be cool in everything. I know my limitations. And that's part of being cool. So, as many times as you try to knock down my cool, these are the very reasons why I am cool. You understand what I'm saying? Because I don't try to jump into things. Like, it's like listening to you, right? You know a lot of things that I don't like. I could never tell you certain things like how you just told me because you know why? I never, I never am gonna be one of them dudes in a video, right? How dudes be in these videos? You see, you be like, why is the dude twerking? Why is it? I'm never gonna be that dude. What the dog doing? Yeah, like I'm never that dude. I'm just gonna watch and I may yeah. ask a question later, but I also know what I like, you know. And the fact that you can't twerk, I'm gonna make sure that I'm never in a room when you twerking because I don't want to be disgusted. Full circle. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, shout oh, out to everybody boy. rocking with us here at the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast, man. My man Jason at Radio Influence. Um, of course, can't forget Ben. And this is what I'm supposed to do here. And I know you know this part, right? Like, subscribe, download, all that good stuff, right? We're supposed to say all that stuff. How do you say it? How do yeah. you how do you say it? I say don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit a button, any button. If you liked it, hit the like button. If you didn't like it, hit another button. Just hit a button. That's what I say. <laughs> You see, you see, I'm learning some things here, man. I am DJ Eakin, man. <laughs> Catch me across all your socials at DJ Eakin and, of course, on YouTube at DJ Eakin TV. I, uh, we are gone for now. Miss Jeline, I will see you soon, all right? I appreciate you, and right. I love you as always. Love you, too. Bye, Bye guys. As promised here on Hip Hop Study Hall, it's your man DJ Aiken Tampa's most connected DJ. Um, I told you what what I like to do here is every week I'm going to learn something, whether it's uh, something new and hot, pop it off in this hip hop thing or it may just be somebody new that's buzzing and making some things happen shouts out to my man Muse, and we're going to get into exactly where your name comes from uh let's see from virginia living in la in la now new ep just dropped far from home and here you are now i appreciate you man taking the time to rock with us here on hip-hop study hall man how you doing I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate y'all for taking the time out your day. But Amen. I'm good, man. Can't complain. Hey man, um, let's just get right into it. I, I, I did some, I did some listening to your music, of course, because you know, like I said, the thing about this game that I think is so dope is somebody could just be like, "Yo, you gotta peep this," and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, and and I'm sure you know this being an artist, right? 
there are so many songs uploaded per day, right? That I don't care. I don't care who you are. And and I pride myself on being a DJ that's up on things. I just can't yeah. keep up, man. So it's like so many of you dudes out there that are doing great things and dope things that I'm glad to be plugged into you, man. So first things first, man, in Virginia, mm-hmm. you are from Manassas. Manassas, Virginia, yeah. Manassas, Virginia. You and I were talking about that before you got before you jumped on here. Um, mm-hmm. up by Alexandria, Virginia, the DC area, a little bit south of that. How does one I guess other than the internet, how is the hip hop scene in Manassas? That that you know, I just you know how you picture I'm from New York originally. Yeah. You know, I, you uh-huh. know LA, of course everybody knows Atlanta, what they do. The big markets, yeah, right. Sure. So when yeah. I when I meet a brother who's who's doing his thing and making noise for, originally from Manassas, Virginia. How does the hip hop bug jump on you? Uh, I mean, I got to credit that to like people, like my older cousins and stuff like that, who just, you know, just being around them. They, I just listened to what they were listening to. Right. I just loved it, loved listening to it. And I loved it so much. I wanted to, you know, be a part of it. I wanted right. to be a part of it. And you're, so. you're like, you're like 20, right? You're like 20, 21, 20. Yeah, I'm 20. Okay. And, and reading up on you, some things that I saw is, you have had a love for this game for a long time, but for sure, definitely. there's a certain amount of, there's, there's something to do with J Cole though, that made you decide, you you know what, this, this is what I want to do. What was yeah, it about yeah. J Cole? I seen him in concert. So right. I mean, I've been a big fan since, uh, the first album, like 2011, uh, Cold War's Outline Story. So when I first heard that, I was like, dang, this is, you know, it's different. I just, I just remember listening to it. I was like, wow, you know, this is, it was fresh. And then I seen him in concert a couple years later when he came for the four year four year eyes only tour. And I was like, wow. Just the way like the whole arena, bro, tapped in, tuned in. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. Right. Definitely what I do. So yeah, that was that was a monumental moment of my life for sure. In 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 your in your being a fan of J. Cole, right? And the the fact mm-hmm. that like if I if I look at it close enough, is there's a couple of similarities here, right? You you love hip hop, of course. You've become a fan of mm-hmm. his. And the fact mm-hmm. that J. Cole is originally from what would be considered by hip hop standards a small town, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Does yeah, that does that also instill in an artist like yourself that you can make it from anywhere? It definitely did. It definitely gave me a strong sense of inspiration, like, you know, seeing from where he came from and how he made it and how big he did, you know? So right. that's for inspiration. And now definitely. and now you've taken how did how did LA come about though? Because now you rocking out in LA, you've officially yeah. got a deal. So you got a situation working. How did the move? And still, to me, bro, like I'm, I'm, I'm comprehending. You know, I get these, I get these hip hop stories out here. Like, um, let's see, uh, the the YBN crew, right? How they all connected on the internet and then gradually uh-huh. moved with each other. You know, like they moved to whatever the story is per se. Yeah. What makes you say, I'm going to LA? Was there already so a connection a- made, or no? That so that happened uh, with my. Uh... Well, my now manager, but before then, I just knew like he uh, he was rocking with an artist, and I was seeing what type of uh, moves he was making and stuff like that. Right. Like with, with the artist, like he was putting on different shows. Like, bro, I gotta get his attention, you know. So I knew a couple people that uh, knew him, and so yeah, I was rocking. I was doing shows, and I tried to get like my cousins to invite him to the show. Like, bro, just keep trying to invite him, keep trying to invite him, and he finally came to one in DC. It was Union Stage, uh, it was top of twenty twenty, and he seen the show. I met him right before I did the show, and he was the next day. He's like, "Yeah, we got to work." And, and so, and I, I like to give, I like I like to get I'm sorry, I like to get credit where credit is due. At who? What's your manager's name again? 
ET, ET for okay, sure. So big shout out to ET. And he's from he's from DC. I mean, he's from that area. Or he's yeah, from the West Coast. Yeah, he's, no, he's from DC. He's from DC. So when I when I met him, he'd already he was planning to move to uh, LA. Okay. And she was like, "Yo, I'm planning to move. To, like, I'm about to move to LA. And just more serious. This like right when we was talking. Uh, like we were about to you know get into our situation. And he was like, "Yo, there's more studios out there. If you ever want to need, like, if you ever want to come out, you just need a place to stay. I got you to this, that, and the third. I'm like, oh, for sure. So I just took a leap of faith and yeah. I'm rocking LA, and things been things been kind of moving in a, in a good direction yeah, ever yeah. since. It's def- yeah, definitely been trending upwards. So what's sure. so what's been different about the the LA's? I want I want to get into your EP, of course, and 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 your music oh, that you got yeah. popping. But since you've been in LA, and you know, yeah. I'm I'm sure, dude, you got the internet. You you yeah. watch TV, of course, being yeah. a being a student and a fan of hip hop, you see all mm-hmm. these things going on. Has LA yeah. been exactly what you thought it would be since you got there, or what's been different? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, not exactly how I thought it would be, but I, did, I actually didn't know what to think. I just knew I was going to go out there. It was definitely going to be more, uh, you know, more resources, more studios, which it was. But yeah, that's all I really thought. Like, took it as like everything else. I knew I was going to have to make happen for myself. Like, I didn't really think. I didn't go into LA like, oh, it's going to be this. I'm ready for this, you know? Right. Because I stepped out of my comfort zone. I didn't really know what to expect. Right. So yeah. So I, yeah. But it. But it felt like. You made the right decision so far. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, so 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 we're we're almost at the EP that came out now. What were the mm-hmm. some of the first things you did when you so when you get when you get to LA exactly? Uh, first time I went February twenty twenty. Okay, did you? Yeah, and then so, I came back. Okay, the pandemic hit, so I stayed there for a little bit, and then about June July I flew back over. Yeah, that's what it was. And that's when you decided that that was going to be home base. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's where I do all the workouts. Where I was gonna do uh, the videos, well, uh, most of the videos, record out of all that. Just build something out here. And somehow, as we well, not somehow, but through progression, music, and and doing what you do, we have yeah. found our way to 2022, and we got yep. a new EP that we just dropped out here called Far From Home. Far From Home. Yep. Exactly. Am I correct in in assuming that? Okay, I'm lying. I cheated a little bit. I, I read. I read a little bit about this. That okay. the the EP's title is a play on, you know, your actual move from VA to LA. Definitely, definitely. It's very yeah, strongly inspired by that. And it came about. We were just uh, I was just throwing out names because we had a, a collection of songs. We we're like, we need to we need to find a name. And I was just throwing out names. I'm like, mm, that doesn't really stick. Threw out a couple more. Mm, that doesn't really stick. And then I was like, far from home. I was like, yeah. I looked up. ET was like, yeah, that's the one. So, yeah, we just run with that because, I mean, it's true. Everything, all the songs recorded out in L.A. And it just, everything was L.A. So it was like, dang, it's far from home. It just made a big leap. And, yeah, that's what you get in the project. Was it a little uncomfortable, though, being without without your, your crew? Because I, I I think there's a there's even a Definitely. song that you, there's a song that you talk about that on the EP, right? There's a song that you talk yeah. about not having, you know, that that crew of, of friends and stuff that you grew up with, of course, that when you go Definitely. out there, you out there. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's a mix of like uncomfortable, um, yeah, being uncomfortable, and it's like sort of like a, a guilt type of feeling too, because it's like I'm out here, but it's not like I'm out here just you know having a ball. This thing, like I'm really trying to you know make stuff work. So I have a line like you know I'm in sunny California, you can't bring my brothers with me because I mean that's generally like what I'm working towards. But in the moment, you know, he seems like oh he's just in, in L.A. doing this, that, and third. But yeah, but it's definitely yeah, it was uncomfortable not being around the crew. My brothers, all that, and just making this this body of work, just trying to stay focused. 
Who did you who did you work with on on the uh, the EP Far From Home? Was there was it? Oh, do you have a particular like set team that you work with, or are there you know what I'm saying, or was it just a collection of people that you started to build with while you once no, you got yeah, out there? So, yeah, no, so it was the latter. It was the uh, people that I met out here that just you know we came that went to the studio and we just played a couple beats and you know started to uh, just develop the relationship. And so I got a shout out. I got a shout out to the team. Uh, uh, the Cece, uh, Cece produced two jumps on there. Nickel Plate and uh, Sabrosa, who uh, laced me. Okay, yeah, let's got a shout out. Yeah, let's do this real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a couple of uh, joints on the on the EP, and you tell let's me the story behind them or what they mean to you, that sort of thing. All right, let's let's start let's with uh, Sense of Youngin. So uh, Sense of Youngin was I just I came up with that first line. I was like, okay, that's gonna be the premise for the whole whole song so it was like since young and all i wanted was to get a meal hey and after it was like have my mama sitting pretty and make sure the bills paid so that's always what i just wanted i wanted to have that just to have that give that sense of security to my moms and always of course to my little brother and stuff like that so that just came like since the young how i was been feeling and then throughout the song it's just what i'm building upon okay who produced that one that was uh that was a youtube beat actually yeah that was a youtube beat let me stop you right here because this is what I always love when I when I talk to new artists like yourself that are working in today's like you know yeah. the way that hip hop is moving. Yeah. How do you guys how do you do the business when it comes because you you know and 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 this is a side note from the project I want to get back to that. Because one of the things I like to talk about here on Hip Hop Study Hall is, you know, the stories that we hear that happened before you, right? You know, if you are a student of this game, which I'm I'm, I'm learning that you are, there's mm-hmm. been so many stories about deals and the paperwork. And, you know, everybody loves the music. But a lot of times yeah. as a creative, right, we jump into this with the love and sometimes forget the business. You know, let, let's mm-hmm. take let's take somebody that I know, you know, Juice World, right? Juice yeah, World's yeah. Juice World's biggest joint wound up being, if I'm not mistaken, it was a, a sting sample. Right. Was, yeah. And Sting uh-huh. came back and he wanted all of his publishing. He wanted all of it. Now, Sting, now, it. now, Juice World will continue to eat. God, God rest his soul. He was going to continue to eat because as long as he can perform, people want to hear that song and ain't nobody stopping him from performing it. So he's continuing uh-huh. to eat. So yeah. with all of that stuff going on, I guess let's get back to what my question is, is how do you go about the business with someone that get that you get a beat from like off of a YouTube or off one of these beat packs or that sort of thing. Is it the same normal way that, 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 that I would know it being like, you know, somebody that's been in this game or are you guys doing a different set of business nowadays? Uh, I mean, usually for the business, I just, I leave that to like my manager type thing. Okay. So I like the beat and I just express that with them. And then I usually just record a song, send it to them. And then I just tell them, you know, it's about to come out. And then I let my manager handle the rest. Right. But there is communication though to make sure that that person knows you're on the up and up and using their beat and that sort of thing. There's for definitely sure, for okay, sure. yeah. Because definitely, I, I and again and again, this is not about this. I I I feel like as a student of this game and somebody to me that's a fan, that even though you're younger than me, right? I think that there's still things I I learn from talking to a brother like yourself, right? Like you doing this, like and for what sure. you're doing yeah. is dope, and how you guys are connecting with various producers and other artists around the world and using the internet. I think that mm-hmm. that is dope. But what I also, you know, I, I I want folks who watch this to also learn too and listen to is that you are still doing the business. Like somebody in your camp you goes, yo, let's yeah. get this business done though, so everybody's treated fairly. It's 100 percent for sure, and that's important. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Let's uh let's get to another joint. Um, yeah, I think trying to get trying to get paid kind of speaks to me. I think I know already. Let, let's am yeah. I, let me make sure I say this right. Is it Sudley or Sudley Road? 
Sudley. Sudley, Sudley Road. Road. Okay, yeah. that, that's interesting to me. Give me give me a little bit on on how that song came about and and what it even means. Yeah, so Sudley Road is like uh, is the road I uh, near where I grew up. So it's like a long, it's like one of probably the longest road in Manassas. I think 100, it definitely is. And uh, so the first verse is just me talking to like my younger self, my younger self talking to me. So it's like, damn, you really, you know, you took these risks. You were driving up and down to Baltimore. You were doing, uh, you know, it was like only a couple people in the room. Now you're in this big room. You're in a big studio. You're in L.A. Right. So that was the first verse. And then the second verse is just, just me being honest. It's, a whole, it's, it's just really a, a vulnerable song. And that, that actually took probably the longest to, like, come up with and put all the ideas to because I, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want it to ramble. And I just wanted to be clear, concise, what I wanted to say. And, you know, also just be vulnerable and just show, like, part of me that you know a lot of people haven't seen before so it sounds like to me and you can and you can give me tell me if i'm on the right track that Mm -hmm. this far from home this ep and the structure of it and even the songs that you've that you've picked to make the ep they're a lot deeper than just saying oh i just wanted to act like you know i just want to make sure people knew where i was from these songs are really your experiences and your path to where you are right now yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah so yeah a hundred percent it was uh what I was feeling, the mix of emotions, but I also, I definitely wanted to tie back, like, this is real, like, this is what I'm feeling, it's authentic, it's not just a bunch of random songs compiled into one, just just to give it to the people, and I wanted to be, you know, thought out, well thought out, I wanted the message to be there, and I was, yeah, just wanted that to all be good before it came out. No, nah, nah, I think, like I, like I said, I, I just got wind of you, like, I'm honest about that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. to hear what I was hearing, honestly, I don't know if surprised this because I still think that I'm meeting a lot of talented folks, but I do mm-hmm. feel like a lot of music and and you could you could you could maybe speak to this. A lot of music that's coming out nowadays, it doesn't seem like it's made to be memorable. It's not it's not you know what I'm saying like it it just seems like it's being made to to make a dollar. You understand what I'm saying? Or, or yeah. if I can get if I can get if I can get this attached to a, a, a dance on TikTok, then I can get yeah. some views. I can get some shows. Yeah, I, f- I felt a little differently when I when I listened to what you were doing here. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I want to give you props for that. Like I said, I, I don't tell anybody what to do with their business, but I am a fan of this game, you know. So yeah, for sure. when you when you when you go in right and you and you looking to put your work in front of people, knowing yeah. what a lot of people like that me even interview you like myself might mm-hmm. have this preconceived notion before they get to know you or listen to your music first. Um, How do you. How do you approach that? Like, I guess I'm asking, how do you approach, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're going in. Yeah, first, when I make my music, definitely. I mean, what you said, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, I don't want to say a lot of people, but you definitely get people that just want to come in, just, you know, it's it's, it's, uh, it's about the money, which is nothing wrong with that, you know? People like to come in, get their money, and just bounce out. Right. But for me, it's it's different. It's not just, you know, about the bread. Like, definitely, I mean, of course, I want to be able to take care of the people around me and stuff like that and take care of myself, but. When I go in, that's not what I'm thinking about. I just want to go in and make the best music I can. Just fill with substance. Because I don't want to be here today and then go tomorrow. I just want it to be real. I want, you know, because at the end of the day, it's me. I got to be the one performing this. I got to be the one bringing it to people. So, I mean, it got to be real within me. And then, yeah, we move from there. But always just authenticity and just the substance. Right. That's how I approach it. I heard a little influence or maybe what I thought was some similarity when I heard your music. You could tell me if I'm on the right track. I felt like I heard like like a Kendrick type of vibe when I was listening to you. 
And I mean that in a good way. I don't mean like I think you went in there and was trying to do a Kendrick Lamar. Like, I'm going to just do yeah. what he did. I really yeah. like what you were doing. But as I listened to, you know, as, as the as the, the record progressed, I was like, so I could hear a little, yeah. little West Coast Kendrick influence up in here. Uh, am, yeah. am I correct that that's a dude that you like? Well, first 100%. of all, you're not mad about the comparison. I can see that on your face. But Definitely you know what I'm saying? That, that yeah. do, do you kind of feel that a little bit like when you, because uh, you know, might be a fan of Kendrick. I don't know where that's at, but you know. I am 100%. Kendrick, one of my, to me, one of the greatest artists alive. So yeah, that's definitely a big influence. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's music, right? So like, music, you build off of each other's people like you listen to, which then you just try to make it your own. Right. So Kendrick, definitely one of the biggest, like one of the big influence. 100 so yeah you're not wrong not at all <laughs> dope not dope. At all. And, like, and like i said dude like i i i'm i, I what i and you know i talked to my man Sylvain, man. shout out to him and when you talk to him again it's my dude and i you know like i told him you know when i when i get these things and people be like yo i got this kid man i want you to check out and i'm like i want to talk to him and but i also yeah. want to make sure that i've given you the respect and to just do to give your project a listen to be like okay do some research on you and and learn about you all the, you know although I, I do want to have the proper questions to ask you as well because i want you to and tell me about that. yourself um let, i want to ask you this because i you know being that you're 20 and being that you're mm-hmm. in the where the game is now and just want you to tell me where it's at because because you know like i said being a student we went through this phase and it may still be here. That's why I want to ask you of what we call the, the SoundCloud era of rappers. Right. And it's where Mm -hmm. it seemed like a lot of younger artists like yourself before you got in this game and your friends and that sort of thing, where you guys were finding a lot of the new talent. Is that still the place to, to look and be found for like people like yourself when you're out looking for music or, you know, like even if you're looking for people to collaborate with, because, and and I'm going to tell you why I ask you this question. YouTube to me, is still a place where everybody keeps telling me they're discovering a lot of new music, but it mm-hmm. also is a very corporate space, I must say, right? So yeah. to me, yeah. even when I was younger, if something felt corporate to me, it wasn't always where I wanted to hang out at. It wasn't to me where all the yeah. cool kids wanted to hang out at. So mm-hmm. is it YouTube though for you guys finding music or a place to put your music to be found? Or is SoundCloud still very much that space of where this is the new hotness, right? This is the heat right here. It's going to be on SoundCloud. Is it more so still there? So, I mean, SoundCloud is definitely still there, but I mean, I use, usually it's like YouTube's definitely big, of course, but like you said, it's corporate, so yeah, it's going to be big. But Twitter too, Twitter is like slept on when it comes to like finding new artists and stuff. Oh, wow. A lot of people, you don't know what you're going to find because a lot of people, you might just get some, like put onto somebody because somebody retweeted them. It's like, oh, dang, you know? Right. I rock with this. I rock with it. And yeah, granted, Twitter, Twitter been around for a good amount of time, but you still find like the heaters on there. So that's where I find a good, some things I, I never would have found anywhere else because somebody just retweeted it or somebody sent it to me like, yo, you got to check this out. But SoundCloud, definitely. Uh, YouTube, definitely. And then, yeah, Twitter, for sure. Okay. Do you feel like, and I asked another new artist this not long ago, do you feel like you Instagram have to put, too. Yeah. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Okay. Instagram, SoundCloud. Still, okay. So we're still on the right track then. That's, that's what I want yeah, to know. Like where, yeah, yeah. you know, where, you know, a lot of the new music is being found at, you know, cause I know, uh-huh. like you said, we got all these DSPs out here. We got, everything is out here. So it's like, where do we find these new cats though? That are like, they bubbling. Because yeah. I, I got a lot of, a lot of like younger friends that be around me and they be like, you don't know about this Eakin. And then as soon as I know about it though, they don't want to rock with it no more. 
They be like, nah, you you playing that every week in the party. I don't, I don't. like. I remember, I'll never forget the first chick who ever told me about Drake. Right, I'm in college, and she's like, uh-huh. yo, you gotta know about this kid. You gotta know, and she's yeah. all in. Yeah. And the minute Drake blew, I don't rock with him no more. What? How do you yeah, not? Like, how do you not? Like, like, yeah. how do you? Drizzy is, and, and this is, you know, what I'm saying, like, we know Drake is like the top of echelon right now, right? But he was still like this, and I still think he's doing great things now. But she yeah. literally was like. I don't really rock with him like that no more. Yeah, it was serious. Yeah. I never understood that because it's like if you really rock with somebody and you have that pride like, damn, I found him when he was, you know. Right. Like like when he was bubbling and then now they make, he's like, you know, you have a hand in that some way, you know. It's like, right. yeah, I was playing it to a lot of people. I was playing it a lot. And now, he, you know, you have a hand in that. <laughs> they don't, they don't want to do it though, man. They don't want to yeah. do it. Um, yeah. Give me five artists that in your career, if you get the opportunity, that you would like to be in a studio with and creating with artists, Dang. producers. If it's three, Dang. I don't know. It could be. I, I'm giving you five, but if it's three, if it's two, no, it's more than five. You gonna, you gonna have well, I got. Well, you gotta narrow it down. Then you got. We gotta narrow it down into your top five. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. But it's definitely more. But I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some art right, for. Uh, I mean, J Cole and Kendrick definitely. Them top two off the off the break, and then artists, producers, Pharrell. Gotta do that for the state. Right. Definitely. Then yeah. Uh. JID, I definitely want to get in with okay. JID, and then uh, Ari Lennox. I was going to ask you, was there a female in there anyway? I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Was there was there a female in anywhere? Anywhere? Ari Lennox, I rock with her, like her her music, of course, but just like her overall vibe, bro. Right. She's just funny. She just like she seems like a joy to be around. So I, in a studio session, I feel like it'd be just feel like you get it, you get it popping. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you know, I also get something done. But it's just okay. So. How how is the scene in in Virginia now? I mean, because because you and I both, and we talked about this as we got on here. There's some history that y'all yeah. that we got in Virginia. I mean, if we start with, I mean, where do we start? Pharrell, the Neptunes, you know, we Clips, start, the Clips, Timbaland, Missy, Missy, Chris Brown, Mad Chris Skills. Green, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and this is people yeah. that that we know that really blew over the top, right? That I, that that you know from an era that I love. How, yeah. Is the scene still bubbling like that now in Virginia, like that you know of? Uh, I mean. Virginia, off top, definitely got a lot of talented people. But if it's still bubbling, it's just—it's not as a, a big, it's not as big of a market like as like you said, the LA's and the New York and Atlanta's right, right now. But it's definitely, of course, it's still some talented, hundred percent more talented people coming out there, more artists. It's Virginia, man. We got some talented heavy hitters yeah, out nah, there. Just, I, I a give lot Virginia of folks that. Don't know about them yet. Uh, I give Virginia that, boy. It's, it's some, it's some talent over there, man. Uh, my man Muse uh, in the building today. Hip hop study hall. The EP is called Far From Home. Um, it's out right now. Where can they find you yeah. at on social media? Like to check for. Well, of course, we know that the, the the EP is out everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, it's out everywhere. I'm oh, telling yeah, you right yeah. now, it, it's some heat. So don't don't just take my word for it. Go listen to it. I and everybody know me, dude. I I tell them if I don't like something, they they know. They like I have no tech. That's the first problem I have. But you know, I'm getting better. Okay. That's my problem. <laughs> but, but um, where can they find you at on social media, man? So Musa the Great, M U S E. T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T on all social media platforms. We'll awesome. say it's great. Are we, are we, I couldn't, you know what I didn't find though? Are we dropping some videos from this EP soon or do we have one out that I missed? Yep, yep. So yeah, we just getting uh, in the works with them, getting them uh, back to us. We just shot a couple. One's already, you know, locked and loaded. We won't drop that soon. But uh, yeah, we definitely, gonna, you definitely gonna get videos off this EP. 100%. Okay. And how you, 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 are you, are you, 
Are you checking in with the fans regularly on social media? Because you know that's what that's the new thing. You got to yeah. look. They got to get that engagement. They got to get that yeah. engagement. You got to go live like once a day. You going yeah. live once a day? You y'all know your manager telling you. Hey, day, look, man, look, look. I ain't even an artist. I'm just a dude yeah. who do a lot of DJ work. I do a lot of stuff, right? It's yeah. getting to the point, like, like I DJ for the Bucks, right? It's to the point now that my team is like, you know what? This year, though, when you go to your little treasure chest and be DJing, don't you got a GoPro? And I'm like, yeah, I got one still in like the pack. They're like, well, it need to be out of the pack. Take it in the stadium, which I'm like, what? They like, bro, you on your phone talking to the because I talk to the guys upstairs, right? So I got I can't use my telephone. They're like, bro, yeah. content. Take the GoPro and just record, bro. Just take we'll we'll get something. So I know, yeah. bro. So I know you being an artist. You got oh, yeah, to. a lot of people like to see that. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely got that. Yeah, the content, all that. Just because a lot of people like, I didn't realize this, but a lot of people they just want to see the ins and outs of it. You know, right? Like when you make a song, and then you show them how the song came about. You was in the studio, whoever was around you, and just makes them appreciate it more. You know, right? It's like, oh well, it's time to do this that, and third. So, amen. But yeah, I feel it. That's our word, man. Engagement. That's our word. Engagement. Engagement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, do me this favor because I like to do this with too with every artist before they get out of here. For those yeah. artists and creators that are younger than you, that or even they, like I'm not even saying younger than you, that are just looking to get in this game. If you could give them one piece of advice, what would you give them? Don't stop working. Don't stop working. Just don't stop working. That's that's the biggest piece of advice I could uh, I can give anybody. Because a lot of people gonna try to you know tear you not tear you down, but you know, won't believe in you, tell you, it's so, give you so many reasons why you can't do it. All you need is one why you can, and then, yeah, just don't start working. I'm going to let you get out of here, but I I did think of this as you were saying that. Have you had a chance to peep the uh, Genius documentary on Netflix about Kanye? 100%. Yeah. What Super was your, inspiring. What was your biggest takeaway from that? The fact that he was just relentless of, you know, he had a dream, he wasn't going to let nobody get in the way. He had a vision. He wasn't going to let nobody get in the way of being what he wanted to do, doing what he wanted to do. We on the same page. And I, and I, 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 I want, I was glad, I'm glad that you told me that you saw it because I, I, as you were saying, don't ever quit. I started thinking about the documentary and what I got out of yeah. it. Right. And yeah. I tell people this all the time. And, and one of the things that I've, I've, now that I've watched the documentary, one thing that I'm definitely cutting back on participating in is, um, Anything negative going on in hip hop, I really don't want to be a part of it. And by that, I mean on my platforms, I don't really want to talk about it as much. You know, I'm not saying that if it's news, I won't touch it or whatever. But, you know, I I watch so many things about like an artist like yourself. Right. You're doing a lot of positive things. You're working. But we're fighting to get your story out there. You mess around and do something. You mess around and do something crazy tomorrow, though. And everybody will pick that story up. TMZ, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody. I look at all these sites that are so-called blog sites and they're the big news sites or whatever. And they are 75 to 80% us, you know, hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the culture. Right. Yeah. And, but it's 80% of those stories are also though, who did this to who, who's fighting, who, who pulled a gun on who, who lost yeah. this money? Who's, who's baby mama's this. And I'm just like, we got a lot of dope people like yourself that more of those stories need to be heard. And the reason I asked you about the Kanye thing is because one of the things I tell kids all the time when I'm going to schools or whenever I go somewhere and speak is no matter what you take from Kanye, go through all of that. Right. And I'm not saying everything that he does is right. Mm -hmm. But if no kid, if a kid don't get nothing else from Kanye, the belief in himself, like you just said, the relentless belief that he can do whatever he sets his mind to every kid should be like that. Every person should be like that. 
Yeah, because he had a million reasons of why he could have quit or why he could have just, I can't do it. This is too much. Or this is, you know, but he just, you know, just stuck to what he knew and just, he knew what he wanted to do. Didn't let nobody deter him for that. And this, vision. And, this is, and this is even after he had platinum records. He was still like, I ain't got no budget for my own album. They, yeah. they, you know, and I'm like, he didn't sad, produce for bro. the biggest hip hop artist out there. Platinum the hits. World, yeah. And yeah. he was like, can I get my budget opened up? Can I get some help yeah. with my project? Exactly. So it's just, that's that's what I, that's the main thing I took from it is, man, you can do it. You just got to stay true. You just got to stay working. And don't let nobody deter you from it because you're going to get to it. Yeah. My so man. That's what I took. Say, hey man, I I appreciate you taking the time once again, man. And um, let's no, do this. I will you. I will make sure that I keep in touch with you and your team because I want to continue to watch this story and 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 check in with you and see where you are mm-hmm. and what things are going on, man. So again, like I said, um, I appreciate the time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't know care what anybody else says to you in the, in the rest of your time doing this. Just know that I right here, DJ Eakin Hip Hop Study Hall. We appreciate you taking the time in and and um much success with everything that you're doing and stay on it, man. Like you said, stay on it, stay believing in yourself. And I think you want to something, man. The EP is called far from home. It's out right now on all the platforms. His name is Moose. He is in LA right now. So if you out there check for him, I'm guessing he's coming back to the East coast. though. he's got to come. He's got family. He's got to come back and visit. So at some point he's going to be on the road. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thank you again. I appreciate you. Appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Talk soon.